Hey guys, I'm Marissa. I'm Brenna. And I'm Olivia. I'm Lainey. And on this week's episode, we're going to be talking about the catcher in the rye. Oh, wait. Hi, I'm Marissa Lehman, and we are going to start off with talking about Holden's relationship with women. Throughout the book, Holden had many interactions with women, and although he sort of came off rude, I believe Holden had a lot of respect and cared about the women he encountered. I think this for many reasons, one being he despised Stradlady for being rowdy and inappropriate towards women, specifically Jane. I don't think he was so mad because of who Stradlater was getting rowdy with, Holden's favorite lady friend. I think it was because of the disrespect he had towards her. In the beginning of chapter 13, Holden has the chance to get rowdy with a prostitute, but doesn't do so. This shows that Holden has respect for women and almost feels uncomfortable to do anything wrong or inappropriate because he doesn't want to make them feel uncomfortable or uneasy. Considering Holden's age, a lost teenage boy, the way he acts towards women is better than most. Holden never actually verbally disrespectful towards women in the book. This may confuse you because he always commented on the appearance of women, but that was all in his thoughts and he never verbally confronted any of the girls or women throughout the book with the hateful things he saw. He thought, with the exception of Sally. Some may also think that even though he did not say these things out loud, it was very rude of him to ha- for having these brutal thoughts. I disagree with this because usually he had these thoughts and got to know the girls and women. He realized that more and more, they he became aware of the innocence and beauty of women. He started for, to forget about just the looks of women and became aware of so much more. Hi, I'm Lainey, and I have some thoughts on Holden's relationship with the women he encountered during the book. I agree with some of what you are saying, but the views Holden had for Sally and the way he used her is almost proving Holden has no respect for women. I see what you are saying. Can you tell me what you're specifically talking about? Throughout the story, Holden brought up how much he disliked Sally, but continued to be fake towards her. When Holden and Sally went on a date, it ended with Holden calling her a mean name and him yelling a lot, even when Sally told him to stop. This made Sally really upset, so she started crying. I understand where you are coming from, but Sally and Holden were both pretty fake on the date they went on. Although he was disrespectful towards Sally a couple times, we know that Sally was someone that just liked to go out for a fun and a good time, not for a real compassionate date. On page 146, Holden admitted that he was in a bad place and sort of expressed his feelings about how everything was for him. He also was trying to get Sally to go with him to a faraway place to be alone. Sally showed no remorse towards Holden. This might have been because the idea was crazy and that Sally and Holden weren't really that close, but the reason he started yelling and calling her a bad name because of the state he was in. He was not doing well and didn't know what to do. He did not do this because he was eager to make Sally feel bad. He did this because he was sick of his life and needed someone to be with him and care for him. That is true, but there are also other times where Holden was disrespectful to women. For example, when Holden came across the nuns, he immediately judged them for their suitcases. I see what you are saying. Holden was quick to judge them, but once he got to talking, he got to know the nuns and sort of, and was sort of fascinated by them. 
He talked about Romeo and Juliet in a scene that they all admired and overall had a great conversation and built a decent relationship with them. I think Holden was quick to judge because he is weary about the people he is meeting, also because of the state of mind he was in. That's true. I see what you're saying. I can see that Holden wasn't ever trying to hurt any of the women he encountered. I think it was mostly because of the state of mind he was in. I'm glad you can agree with me. I definitely can see how one may think Holden is disrespectful to women, but when you take the situation he was in, the state of mind he was he had, etc., you can see it you can understand that he wasn't meaning to be rude towards them. Also keeping in mind that he was a teen and he was pretty respectful for his age. Oh, wait. Hello, my name is Brenna Bell. And if you haven't guessed yet, it is my turn to talk about the book, The Catcher in the Rye. My own thoughts on this book were okay, I guess. I started off liking it pretty well, but the more I read, the more I didn't like it. The main character, Holden, had a mental state from good to terrible, and that's pretty much how my thoughts on the book were. Going off of Holden's mental state pretty much made up the problems of the book, from his regrets to loathing over his education to the attachment of Allie, his dead brother. Over the course of the book, Holden's mental state took a nosedive. In the beginning of the book, Holden was kicked out of Pensy Prep, but was going to go home the Wednesday of Christmas break. He had friends and wasn't going to break any rules at the time. Salinger, page one through six. Further into the book, Holden leaves Pensy Prep without the notice of his teachers and heads into New York to spend two or three days there before that Wednesday and when he had to go back home. He also lied to a girl on the train about her son and where he was going. Salinger, page 59 through 66. Further into the book, Holden starts to make bad decisions like buying a prostitute and getting into a fight, which he didn't win. Salinger, page 100 through 102. And in chapter 17, he goes on a date with Sally, an old friend of his, but on the date, Holden pretty much asked her, would you want to run away with me? Would you do that when you're only 16 and he has little to no education? He, would, he also said he would give her a comfortable life, but with little education. She, she said no and got very mad. He yelled and made her cry. I don't know what guy would do this to a girl, but he did. As you can see, his decisions are becoming more inadequate. Also, later on in the book, he starts talking to his dead brother out of nowhere. He talks to him like he is sitting right next to him. And towards the end of the book, it becomes extremely bad. At, at the end of the book, he was crossing the street, feeling like he was... Feeling like he is going to fall over. And when this was happening, he was calling out to his dead brother. His dead brother. He says this is because he doesn't have anyone else. But I find it proof that he is meant that his mental health and physical well-being is deteriorating. With these mistakes and his immaturity comes with regrets. He feels bad for lying, smoking, and not being a good person. But he does not change. But through the course of the book, this doesn't change him. And he definitely gets more impulsive and rude.
Now I will be bringing on Marissa Lehman to answer some questions that I have about the catcher in the rye. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me today. Okay, I'm going to ask you a few questions because I understand that you are an expert on this topic. Do you think from the start of the book that Holden was bad? I do not think so. I saw him as a trouble kid who needed some help from a grown-up, but over the course of the book, he became more impulsive and edgy. Do you think regret pushed him to this mental state? Yes, I do. The more bad stuff he did, the more obnoxiously rude he became. For example, lying. lying. I would say this was a big one for Holden. Another thing that hit Holden pretty hard was his education. When his parents sent him to boarding school after boarding school, I felt that he lost the love and respect for his parents like they didn't love him. Regret. Not doing well on the classroom. Regret. His life was regret after regret, and this is why Holden ended up the way he is at the end of the book. And one final question that I think that me and the audience have, we have been wondering ever since we finished the book, was that what do you think happened to Holden at the end of the book? At the end of the book, it states, especially this one psychoanalysis guy that they have here, Salinger 234. And as a psychoanalyst is a person who practices psychoanalysis, this shows that he went to a mental hospital to get help for his problems that you and I have explained throughout this segment. He also said, I went home and how I got sick and all. When he talked about being sick, he was talking about being mentally ill. Nothing like a cold or a flu. The end of the book is kind of confusing, but you have to look closely at the state he was in at, at the ending of 25 and how he was acting. Looking at chapter 25 and 26, you can see that he was impulsive and deranged so you can make the connection the author the author stated especially this one psychoanalysis guy they have here salinger 234 thank you so much marissa for coming on today i feel like i understood holden and kind of why he did the things he did and kind of why he became more impulsive towards the end of the book thank you for having me it was a true honor to be on this wonderful podcast I hope you all enjoyed our guest speaker today. As you can see, she talked about some of the main points about Holden's psychotic state. Throughout the book, Holden exhibited countless experiences of regret about his actions. And while I feel like she hit the main points pretty well, I hope you all got something out of this podcast. And I hope this became more clear and that you got a better understanding of why Holden acted this way. And now to our next speaker, Olivia! Oh, wait. Hi, guys. Welcome to my segment of the podcast. Today, we're going to be discussing my take and other people's takes on the book, The Catcher in the Rye. I'll start by discussing my opinion on the book. In all honesty, having to read this book made me want to die. While I did like Holden's character and the fact that the author gave him real-life problems, the rest of the book was underdeveloped. The way the book was written made it so there were not cliffhangers or anything interesting to keep my attention. As we proceed through Holden's experience in New York, we can see Holden's struggles portrayed and how he acts upon them, but nothing is explained to us. There were many aspects of the book that were repeatedly brought up but never explained. An example of this is the character Jane. Holden freaked out over Jane and who she was with for a good portion of the book. And then boom, she's just forgotten about. What the heck is that? 
The way Jane was shown in the beginning, I thought they would have ended up getting married or at least been together. But no. She was dropped faster than my second semester grades did. Another thing that was not explained well was the importance of the cab driver drivers freaking out about Holden asking about the ducks in the pond. I don't understand why that was such a big deal. The drivers attacked him over it, and all he did was ask about it. Why would the author not go into detail and explain that? This book really gets me going because of how terribly it was developed. Don't even get me started about the ending. Not only was the entire book completely undetailed, but then they have the audacity to end the book abruptly. Overall, the book made me want to punch a hole in the wall. It was not a good read, and the only thing it did was bring slight awareness to the fact that some people have very real struggles they deal with. Now, I'm going to be bringing in Brenna Bell to discuss her thoughts on how the book was, and then I will compare and contrast our views. This book was interesting, and I found it fun to read. I like the way the plot developed, but can agree that not, that not everything was as developed as it should be. I think that by leaving out certain details, there was more room for inferring what he could have been thinking and feeling. I thought the parts that were developed fully weren't as fun to try to decode and that there was no way to interpret it any other way. This book is good for making inferences and making real-life connections to how Holden thinks and feels. Personally, I connected to the book and felt as though the author really knew what he was doing and when writing and developing this book. By underdeveloping the book, it made us think about what we would do in this situation. I think this book is worth reading. Okay, now I'm going to be discussing how our opinions differ. So overall, we can both agree that the book was underdeveloped. Through knowing this, we can all formulate our opinions on a book, on if a book being underdeveloped is beneficial to the reader's understanding and enjoyment of the book. Our opinions differed, though, on whether or not the book was worth reading, which all comes down to a matter of preference of reading material. Oh, wait. Hello, I'm Lainey. And I'm Olivia. Good morning. And today, in this segment of this podcast, we are going to be talking about the book Catcher in the Rye. We will be asking some questions and discussing how people may be Holden without any kind of background knowledge or without thinking about his past or <laughs> any kind of background of the book or the author. The first question is, what is the conflict? The biggest conflict in this story is Holden and his schoolwork, as well as his very ma- very bad mental health. Throughout the book, Holden slowly gets worse and his mental health seems to just deteriorate. As the book went on, Holden started to feel worse and worse about the death of his brother, Allie. He tried to blame himself, and he always felt as if it was his fault, even though it really wasn't. Throughout the story, there were many times that Holden would break down, feeling his worst over the thought of his brother, Allie. Another part of the conflict and why he was so sad and mentally just down on himself was because all Holden wanted was some kind of closure or even someone to be able to talk to. And whenever he was actually able to talk to someone, they were always taken away from him, which then taught Holden to bottle up his emotions and not share anything anymore, which caused him a lot of stress. 
I personally think that the conflict was not Holden's health. It was the fact that Holden didn't try on anything, and he didn't care about any of the schoolwork. Holden's brother also didn't have anything to do with his health. His health was fine. He was just being a dramatic teen. Another question is how are symbols and images used? <laughs> <laughs> the images are used in the story was the baseball glove. The baseball glove had previously belonged to Holden's brother, Allie. It was an important symbol to Holden because it was one of the only things that he had left of his brother, Allie, and it was very sentimental to him. When Holden got close to Jane, he wanted to tell her about it because it was so important to him, and when he did, she understood it. It made Holden feel good that someone could listen to him about important things that he had. It also made him feel even better because it was Jane, and she was very important to him. Holden really didn't have that with anyone else, which made Jane important. Jane was the person he was closest to at that time, which made her the only person that he could talk to about things like that. His family was not very close to him, so he really appreciated it when Jane would listen to him, and he could talk to her about things on his mind, and she would listen very well. I agree that the baseball glove was a symbol. This was one of the few things he really valued because it had belonged to and reminded him so much of Allie. Him showing Jane the glove showed us that she meant a lot to him because this was one thing he never told anyone about. Holden had a lot lot of love and trust for Jane and this was shown as a symbol through Allie's baseball glove. Another question is what kind of role does the setting play? And some of the way that the setting plays a role is making Holden feel small. Holden was all by himself in a big city. He is all alone in a big city with lots of different busy people. In this way, the setting can make Holden feel worthless. He can just feel so small that he isn't important, which also could have been a big cause of his stress and his depression. I don't think the setting of the book mattered to how Holden was feeling at all. It could have happened anywhere. Holden is just very dramatic. The same events could have happened when he was back at home. The setting really wasn't relevant to anything. Oh, wait. Hello, and welcome to our Harkness. Today we're going to be talking about our opinions on the book. So, I thought the book was pretty good, but at the end, it kind of ruined it all. What do you guys think? I think that the book kind of sucked just because of the ending. It left us hanging, and we didn't really know how to interpret it. I think the book was terrible in general, and I hated reading it with my whole heart, so thank you. Well, I at the end, I didn't really like how it left so many things unanswered. Like, you didn't really know, like, did he really go back to school? Did he get better? Like, throughout the book, you were like, this is going to be solved. We're going to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't figure anything out. Like, mm-hmm. all we know is he went to a home. Mm-hmm. Got, that's like, what we think. Well, yeah, that's we're what not we think, really but even we're not sure. totally sure about that. Mm-hmm. It was stupid. It mm-hmm. was ridiculous. I didn't like it. I feel like at... The ending would have been fine if they would have had a sequel, I feel like, because yeah. then we could understand, like, what happens after. And I feel like a 
Well, we would be interested in that, I guess. Definitely. Yeah, because we want to see if he actually heals or he gets worse. I think, do you guys think that he's going to get better or worse? I feel like he's going to get better because I think his parents are going to start Eventually he'll get better, but it's going to take a long time. Mm -hmm. I think that his experiences throughout the book just really opened his eyes. (laughs) And he has to just, like, realize new things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really, really didn't like it. Oh, I don't so think any sad. of us really liked it. No. Yeah, it was like a, it was like good, and then it wasn't like yeah. I don't really know. Like, like we were kind of off liking it. Yeah, it was just like sort of like very long, and like since it was only like a span of like three days or something, it just seemed like a lot, and that we didn't have something at the end. It was just kind of lame, you know. So. So. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you for joining us during our episode. I'll see you, Thank you. next time. <laughs> oh, wait.